Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Such a Lady and I am your host Siobhan. If you are tuning back in, thanks fam. If you are just now tuning in for the first time, thank you for tuning in and make yourself at home your family now. You have met your tribe. Listen, um, you are loved here. So how about, so since it was a three-day weekend, I was thinking like, dang, I had read about this story because, okay, so, okay, it, this, okay, how it happened was, I always end up, listen, it starts with one thing and it ends with something else. So, I was reading about people who got executed but didn't die. Because in the last um, episode, I be, the one last week, I believe, um, it was saying, like, when people are executed, they ha- now it says that they will continue to keep executing them until death, until they're dead. So, like, and I was like, well, why do they keep saying that? Like, is there another option? Because execution, to me, means you died. Well, apparently, they said that because there were some people who when they were executed, they didn't die. So I'm like, okay, who are these people? Like, how do you not die? Okay, so this next story that I'm going to tell y'all about is a true story, but I don't know if y'all remember the game Telephone. So it was kind of like, if you don't remember Telephone, what it was, was uh, I know with us, we would sit in a circle and someone would tell somebody something in their ear, in their ear and that person would tell the next person and the next person. And then at the end, that last person would have to repeat what was said and see if it came out the same way that the person who started it said it. And a lot of times it didn't. Nine times out of ten it didn't. So that just goes to show you that over time things change. So with this story, I'm just telling you what I was able to find. I'm sure all the facts aren't 100% there because this story was what... uh, 1702 to from 1702 to 1765 so I don't like that's that's alone I I wasn't there I'm just gonna be honest with y'all I wasn't there and if you said I was there your mama because I wasn't I wasn't there (laughs) and if you was there then listen (laughs) okay never mind so this story is on this lady named Maggie Dixon Now, she was a fishwife who came to fame, her claim to fame came after she was convicted of killing her newborn baby. Now, um, she survived her execution and she was later known as Half Hanged Maggie. Like, first of all, that's not what y'all, y'all not finna call me that. Even if the execution doesn't go through. Y'all not finna call me half hanging Maggie. It just, it just, it's not gonna happen. And if you do, you're not gonna say it to my face. That's, that's, that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> but yeah, so, and the, and how that came about is, so Maggie was born in Molesburg in about 1702. <laughs> And she married a fisherman, but he left quickly after the scene. Now, here's where I say like the the telephone starts, because in one story, I hear that her and her fisherman husband had, I mean, her and her husband had two kids and then he left. But 
uh, Maggie was kind of like one of those women who did what she wanted to do. And so she left her kids with somebody and she went to go find her husband because she was going to bring him home. That was one story. But then here's this story saying that um, he left. Then it was another story saying that he was in the service. He was out to sea. And so she missed him so much that she went to go find him. But regardless of whatever the case was, we know that Maggie left wherever she was at to go somewhere else now I don't know if it was to find a husband I don't know I mean it would make sense like if you have two kids I mean where else are you going or or she could have just decided look bro if you out I'm out too like what y'all not gonna do is keep trying to leave these kids with us that's what that's what y'all not gonna keep doing y'all gonna stop leaving these kids with us y'all get sick y'all don't want to be y'all don't y'all just bounce y'all gonna stop leaving them we gonna start leaving them right back oh you done? I'm done too. What about the kids? What about the kids? You weren't concerned about the kids, so now I gotta be concerned about the kids. No, I ain't concerned about them kids either. F them kids. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just playing. I love the kids. I love the kids. But no, that could have been it. Like she was like, you know, f the kids. You know, you did it. I'm doing it. So she ends up um traveling and while she's traveling i guess it gets really really cold and so maggie um meets an innkeeper now it's said that either she had an affair with an innkeeper or she had an affair with the innkeeper's son um but either way somebody was doing the nasty okay they were and so when maggie was doing this Okay, so here's the telephone thing again. So it was one story says that Maggie was obsessed with the innkeeper so much so to the fact that like she went out of her way to be seen like she wanted to be seen like she like we're talking like fatal attraction. That was one story. But then there was another story that said that the, the innkeeper was attracted to Maggie so so who 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 knows but again like i said somebody was doing a nasty because maggie got pregnant so when maggie gets pregnant she's still working at the end and she decides that she wants to hide the pregnancy because a she's not supposed in this day and age one you're not supposed to be having um babies with men that you're not married to and then also if she do got a husband and kids somewhere you're not supposed to be out here sleeping with other folks. So Maggie was really living on the edge. She, so she had to keep this pregnancy on the down low. And so that's what she did. Well, I'm thinking if she was obsessed with him or even if he was obsessed with her, if they're, you know, if they're bumping uglies, I'm thinking that they liked each other. So she's pregnant. She has this man's baby, but she can't tell anyone. Well, when she has the baby story is told that, the baby is weak and so she hides the baby underneath the bed but she's not even supposed to be pregnant so she can't call the doctors she can't do anything she just has to hope that i'm i'm, I'm just wondering what was she hoping though was was she hoping that the baby was going to get strength was she hoping that she was going to be able to walk out with the baby was she hoping that he was going to come in and save the day i don't know what she was hoping but while she was hoping the baby ended up passing away while it was underneath the bed and so 
At this time, the story says that Maggie decides that she has to get rid of the baby because she doesn't want to get herself in trouble and she definitely doesn't want to get her lover in trouble. So she goes down to bury the baby. But again, one story says that she buried the baby and the next story says that um, she actually put the baby by the water because she couldn't see, she couldn't find the courage to actually bury the baby. Well, either scenario the baby is found and Maggie is determined to be the mother of this baby and she is sent to jail now this is not like jail like you see on tv where you know they can facetime you and all that stuff no this is like jail where they put like a chain and ball to you so like this was this was like the 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 old school jail like you wouldn't you wasn't getting no commissary. You wasn't finna be making no spreads or nothing like that. Like, this was real life jail, okay? This was prison. This was real life, okay? So, Maggie's in here, and she's like, man, I'm finna die. Because she's sentenced to death. Like, you don't do that. You're a woman. Women are supposed to be nurturers. How dare you? How dare you kill your baby? How dare you sleep with this man? How dare you leave your children? Like, you know they didn't judge her. Like, off with her head. And so that's what they said off with her head. So I now look, I don't know how they hung up. Like, you know, back then they did the, the little ropes and stuff. I don't listen. They did the thing and she was hung and she died. And so story, story says that the family and friends were fighting with the officials over who was going to take her body. So can y'all, can y'all imagine that? Like y'all out here fighting over who's going to take this. I mean, y'all wanted her dead. She dead. Now, now y'all want to fight. Like, come on. So apparently the, the family won the, the argument. And so she's put in this coffin, this makeshift coffin, and she's, I guess, put in the back of the car. Like, can you imagine that? Like, yeah, she in the back of y'all's car or whatever. And so, um, somebody hears it's holes in there. Somebody hears her breathing. And so then somebody tells her dad, like, Hey, listen, Maggie's back here talking. Like she ain't dead. And so they're like, oh my gosh. And so I'm I'm sure they, you know, open up the casket or whatever. And they're like, oh, what's going on? Um, but she's alive. And so at that time, it wasn't like um, it is now where they're going to keep trying to execute you until you die. They felt like, you know, her sentence had been carried out like God had handled it for like he had intervened and he was like you know what she shouldn't have been like she she's given her a second chance he's given her a second chance and so we're gonna give her a second chance at the same time um now friends would say that she survived because she had become a good friend with the rope maker who supplied the hangman and the early breaking of the rope allowed her survivor so allowed her to survive now um whatever the reason was she didn't die now story goes on to say that she ended up back with her husband though not her lover she ended up back with her husband and her two kids now i don't know how true that story is because again like i said this happened between 1702 and 
1765. So I can't really say if she really did go back to her husband or not, but I do know this. She didn't die and she went on to live 40 more years later. Um, and so that's super, super crazy, isn't it? I was like, dang, wow. Um, I wanted to share that with y'all. So it's not a full story, but I thought it would be something for y'all, like a little nippet, snippet, tidbit. <laughs> um, because I really do. Um, I, I get into this stuff and then I am like, dude, who do I share it with? And then I'm like, my such a lady people. And then when I get on her, I just get to talking and then five minutes turn into 10 minutes. But it's so crazy how many people did not die who were supposed to be executed. And I'm assuming that is the reason why, you know, they changed the law because there are a lot of people who were supposed to be executed who didn't die. Now, of course, a lot of them were men. So I had to find the stories on the women because, you know, we got to know about the such a ladies because that's what we do here. Um, men are like, what about such a man? And I'm like, listen, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe when God sent me my husband, we could do like a such a lady, such a man. But until then, I can't do such a man. Um, Because I'm not a man, I'm a lady. So, (laughs) but to all the men who listen, I definitely appreciate you. You all are valued. And um, I hope you all enjoy your Labor Day. And Hey, listen, if you have any stories that you all want me to go over, any crazy stories about women who do the craziest things for love, listen, send it to me, DM me, send a message in a bottle. I don't care how it gets here. Just get here how you can. Y'all enjoy y'all's day. And remember, don't forget to be great on purpose. Love you guys. Bye.